Hello and welcome everybody to this EPP Group Talk in the European Parliament on decarbonizing the gas market. We're looking at green hydrogen and other ways to decarbonize, uh, to revamp the gas legislation, the shift to hydrogen, other renewable fuels. This is part of, of course, the drive toward climate neutrality for Europe, for the world by 2050. My name is Chris Burns and I'm with Angelica Niebler of the uh, co-chair of the uh, German delegation of the EPP group, uh, also on the ETRE committee, which is uh, Industry, Research and Energy, that's the ETRE committee, and Jerzy Buzek uh, of Poland, uh, former prime minister, actually. Um, and, uh, but now the, e, the e, uh, e, European Parliament's negotiator for the revision of the EU gas market regulation. Yeah. Uh, it's in the works. Uh, it's gotten past the E-Trade Committee, and now it's in negotiation. Um, Yerge, can you just give us two aspects of that, of that uh, legislation that are very, very key? Uh, and before I get to that, let me mention a couple of things. Of gaseous fuels in the European Union, 95% are natural gas. This is the job we got to shift away from petroleum gas. They account for roughly 25% of EU energy consumption. They're used for 20% um, of our electricity production, 40% of our heating, very key, 40%, including my living room. And the EU replaced 80% of Russian gas in less than a year. So that shows that we can move mountains. Right, Yerge? So what can we do with this new gas package oh, that's wow. going to move uh, mountains? Great question, very general. Uh, first of all, we would like to improve or to boost our um, energy transition. It's absolutely crucial yeah. for all of us. We've got uh, some expectations from ourselves, but on the other hand, we have a Paris agreement and we know that as European Union, we would like to be a leader of, uh, of all the energy transition and, of course, fighting climate uh, issue, climate danger, climate change. Yeah. So from that point of view, it's absolutely crucial that we are ready to change to green hydrogen and renewable gases. Absolutely crucial. Right. And we can say that we've got even our climate law in the European Union. It is quite clear that we would like to avoid uh, in the future, uh, any, any uh, CO2 emission, greenhouse gas, gases emission. Right. On the other hand, it is uh, very important to say that uh, we see this situation today, and our main danger and problem today is energy cost, energy prices. Yes. Why? Because after barbaric a Russian aggression against Ukraine, everything has changed. So it means... And everything's we, more expensive. <laughs> and if we would like to be independent yeah. and uh, ha ha lowering energy prices together with our independence, it means we should go to the renewables yeah. and to... Live, well, to, not to keep such a cooperation with Russia as it was previously. And our Repower EU, 
special communication of the European uh, Commission. It's right. quite clear. And we must say that in last one year, since the beginning of the, of the war, we have changed our supply from Russia enormously. We were, let's say, 40% dependence. Mm. Now it's less than 10% dependence yeah. of European Union, maybe five, six, so 10 times less dependent. Yeah. We can do that, but we should go in this direction and thanks to, to, to renewable uh, gases and low carbon gases, it is possible. And so this legislation, among others, is aimed at creating a market for other kinds of gas, uh, for hydrogen and other renewables. Uh, Angelica, how, how much does, can this legislation push it in that direction and create a market that, that, that makes it worth it for businesses to invest in this? Well, actually, I think it's a really central piece of legislation. So uh, I, I fully agree on what Yeji Buzek said. Actually, we have ambitious climate goals in the European Union. Mm. We want to get climate neutral until 2050. We all agreed on that. So the question is how, how we are going to achieve that. Right. This is one uh, objective we have to achieve. On the other hand, you know, we, are, we have a lot of competitors around in the world. Um, what we need to do is to stay competitive in the European Union, to mm -hmm. have us, we still have a strong industrial base, but I think we have to build up on that. And as you mentioned, you know, for keeping also our industry in the European Union, all, it's key that we have the necessary infrastructure in place and that it's key that we have energy uh, uh, supply ready and that we have low energy prices. The, the, and yeah, the that whole... it be affordable, not only for consumers, but also for businesses. Exactly, in, in exactly. Europe. And yeah. for that, you know, if we now look at the gas package, which had been uh, negotiated by Yerzy Buzek, you know, this is going to give us the legal framework so that, you know, investment is going to take place in the European Union. Everyone knows, you know, the, the, the framework in, in which, you know, they are going to invest. Um, we have to build up a hydrogen economy here in the European mm. Union. We have to build up a hydrogen market. And for all of that, you know, it's key that we heavily invest in the building up of renewables, deploying renewable energy, right. but also having the grid, the infrastructure there so that hydrogen can be produced. So I think this is key. And for that, you know, it's, it's good that we are moving forward in the European Parliament as regards mm. this piece of legislation. And, and, and to be able to use existing infrastructure pipelines uh, to put hydrogen, uh, there's blending, right? Blending is part of that, uh, isn't it, Yerge? Yeah, uh, well, continuing what uh, Madame Angelica Nibel said, I would like to, to underline hmm. that we would like to keep both sectors, hydrogen sector and gas sector, very close to each other. Right. Because we would like to finance, cross-financing is possible on the basis of our regulation. It's very important because we should start with investment and gas sector being rather rich on our continent. And hydrogen sector, doesn't exist in our continent, as a matter of fact. So we would like to boost, for example, creation of uh, European backbones for, for transmitting uh, uh, hydrogen uh, across Europe, right. uh, from north to south, from, from east or to west. Very, very important, because we should create a common market for, for hydrogen. That will be 
very yeah. easy. But as, we, as we did for steel in the 50s, right? Same oh, thing, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And, and well, it is a problem with such a market, quite a new one, because it is, uh, elect it is energy market of the future. Two energy carriers only, almost only. Green electricity from renewables and green hydrogen. Yeah. The rest may be some biomethane. It is also in the regulation about biomethane. Three, 35 billion of cubic meters at the end of 2030. So uh, to creating such a, such a uh, market, we would like to underline that it's absolutely necessary to have a special financing for that. Okay. And we would like to, to, to promote it because it's a problem of... Uh, Chicken and egg. Yeah. What should be the first? Demand for hydrogen or generation of hydrogen? Ah. While well, producers are waiting for demand. And who would like to use hydrogen? Say, it is no production. So I'm not ready to use it. So we should start. And the legislation giving possibility to start right. with the whole issue. Very important for the future. To build it and they will come. And, and how do you finance then that? Yeah. What, where is the financing coming from there? Uh, yeah. Angelica, do you want to take that? Well, well, I'm happy to take that because, you know, I think what, what I learned uh, that industry is ready to move into the net zero uh, economy. Yeah? Okay. But they need the framework and they need the money. And what I learned is a lot of investment would be done, you know, if you can be sure that this is the right the right way to go. Yeah? Right. And that is exactly what we do with that piece of legislation. So we say these are the conditions upon which you can invest. And, uh, and I think uh, we should go for private investment. There's a lot of money being available everywhere. But, you know, the investors want, uh, uh, want to have some sort of, uh, well, being well prepared and know which line, you know, our, our, we are going here in the European Union. Okay. So, so I think it, it's not necessary that we, we take public money and, and build up a huge infrastructure. For me, let's, let's arrange for an attractive environment so that investors see, well, this is the future, this is where I can earn money later on. And, uh, and as Yerji Buzek stressed, you know, we are, we, there's yet no market, there's no hydrogen market yet. We have to ramp up. We have to maybe also not only look at green hydrogen at the very beginning, but let's look also at, at blue and turquoise hydrogen to, to, to finally, you know, move on and start. Yeah? Okay, blue hydrogen. I want to yeah. stop you there because, okay, green hydrogen okay. is pretty clear, right? You're using renewable energy to create yeah. green hydrogen. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very small part of hydrogen production today. Exactly. We got to admit that. But this blue hydrogen idea uh, is at least to help create a hydrogen market. But it's not all clean. What's blue hydrogen? Yeah. Well, this was a huge political debate, wasn't yeah. it, Yeshi? Absolutely. Yeah. And we had that, that required a compromise, yeah. right? Yeah. Blue hydrogen is created by natural gas, right? Uh, well, uh, by natural gas, even even uh, from coal as well, uh -huh. because we can use electricity produced in, uh, in coal power stations. Yes. And uh, well, to, to generate hydrogen, but it's not yeah. green hydrogen at all. Yeah, so it seems... It so seems we should absolutely avoid such a dreaming of, yeah. uh, of black hydrogen. We need green hydrogen. It means yeah. uh, it should be renewable electricity, renewable electricity, yes. wind, uh, sun, uh, hydropower, 
and then to to in electrolyzers to produce hydrogen. Right. That's only one way of the future. And let us add, it is also very important that we have stored electricity mm -hmm. in the state of hydrogen. It is much easier than in any other way. And also, we've got something like hard to decarbonize sectors. Okay. It is obstacle today in, with decarbonization, if we discuss issue of obstacles. Hard to decarbonize sectors, it means, for example, steel industry, yes. fertilizers, chemistry. Energy intensive without, sectors. Well, we exactly. need uh, a chemical compound. Without chemical compound like hydrogen, previously it was coke, yeah. coking coal, and, and uh, now it will be hydrogen without any emission. And of course, also green electricity to, to, to heat. Uh, the yeah. whole process. So we are ready for that. Uh, if we are going to the true energy market and hydrogen market in the European Union, this legislation could be beginning of creating such energy market. Also, we can recognize uh, transmission system operator, uh, um, distribution uh, system operator. Right. We can coordinate our gas sector and and hydrogen sector together with electricity sector. Uh -huh. right. uh, so uh, 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 all the energy sectors integration is our future. That's the energy union. Should I not think be separated. Talk about. Energy union, right? Yeah. 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 Right. Such a such if a problem. Can, yeah, I'll share our resources uh, on a European level. Um, but, the, but I want to go back to that blue hydrogen because that, that can be a factor in the shift in creating the market for a hydrogen, yeah. right? And, and that blue includes... Blue hydrogen, okay. It's, it's, it's using, yes, as you said, you know, coal and, and, and natural gas, but that there's carbon capture involved. Can you, can you explain that at all, uh, how that would work? Very costly. Very costly. Uh, carbon capture and storage or use doesn't matter. Very, very costly. We yeah. need um, in future such a technology, certainly, but nowadays it is very difficult to implement. But of course, we've got our uh, nuclear power stations as mm. well. And it is uh, uh, hydrogen would be uh, from such electricity would be hydrogen without CO2 emission yes. or greenhouse gas emission, but it's still That's why we call a it fossil fuel because uranium is a fossil fuel after all. So mm -hmm. it is not quite clear. We probably should not mention uh, nuclear power station that's, in this discussion. That's also but a big taxonomic it is, it is, uh, it is necessary that. because we are yeah. very open in our yes. political yeah. group. Right. And let yeah. me, yes. uh, uh, Chris, let me yeah. maybe add one thing. So we, we all agree on, on the overall objective. We need, want green hydrogen, yeah? yeah. But uh, you mentioned uh, blue hydrogen, which is also necessary for ramping up, you know, the whole market. Right, to get and there. To get there exactly, and if I well, if if I look at my my home region, you know, so I'm coming from Munich, from the surroundings of Bavaria. Munich. So, we have a lot of district heating, for instance. You know, when you are sitting in your apartment, you know, all our apartments are, you know, are heated with district heating, and mm. for that, you know, you cannot simply just uh, talk about. Uh, a green hydrogen, yeah. So, so you have to use the grid. You have to make it hydrogen ready, the grid. Yeah. But at the very beginning, you yeah. know, before ha 
having nothing, you know, you also have to allow for for green hydrogen, for instance. So, yeah. so, so I think that's better than having nothing. So, so right. for the ramping up process, we have to be as regards the color of of our hydrogen, we have to be more flexible. But okay. don't misunderstand me. At the end of the day, of course, we need green hydrogen. Yeah. But for the periods of ramping up, we have to be more flexible. Are and there other other kinds of gas uh, that we can talk about, uh, biomethane, are there others that can, that can play a role in that shift toward renewable? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. it's yes. uh, absolutely important for us that we we discuss the raw materials, generally speaking, right. as a, uh, from point of view of our independence as European Union, uh, economic independence, which is absolutely crucial for us. Yeah. Uh, it is uh, raw materials uh, are of crucial importance. And uh, in the case of hydrogen and uh, gas sector, if we could develop all the market in the next, uh, let's say, five, seven, not later than 10 years, yes. our dependence will be growing. Because we today have got on the table American uh, 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 Anti-Inflation Act, uh, very right, important. Yes, the green, green subsidies. A, yeah. And Correct. it is, as a matter of fact, in great extent, uh, act on, on hydrogen production, hydrogen era in the future. Mm. Americans, they feel that, that it's absolutely necessary if you want to try to go to the decarbonization, and they are ready for that today. Right. Fortunately, it, they are ready for that today, but a few years ago, they were not ready enough for that. So we can go together yeah. in this direction. So from that point of view, it is very important that we, in some way we can also answer uh, this, um, uh, this act, American act, and $369 billion dollars uh, but, but, but by our uh, hydrogen and gas uh, proposal. And on the other hand, we should also take into account then in our European budget, altogether for today, if we take new generation EU and, and natural uh, budget of the EU, we've got about 550, 60 billion euro to finance and to support our green economy. So green, there is money big there. Big part to of that is yeah. dedicated to energy sector. Uh -huh. So it is also possibility to invest if we've got ready gas and hydrogen package. It would be possible also invest from our European man money, yeah. which are existing today. Yeah. It is not necessarily fresh money. What well, would be great? Fresh money was always great, great but not necessarily. But yeah. that's, so it's, but that's it's, the it's point. an incentive for businesses to then get involved as well and invest if, if the EU is kicking in some seed money there. Right? Exactly. This is yeah. I think I think we, we are not reacting on what the uh, our American friends proposed with this uh, Inflation Reduction Act. Yes. But uh, my, my feeling is here is they copied what we have already done. As you said, we have you are the absolutely right. next mm. generation you are absolutely EU. Right. Program we have the recover repower EU program, yeah. so we we well we 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 allow member states yeah, to really invest yeah, in green technologies mm. all over in the European Union. And my feeling is that our American friends really uh, took that up and took that on board and and tried to do the same now what what, what we've what we've decided on also some years ago. So I think it's we are on a good way pathway forward. 
to that. Yeah. But as you said, we need this investment, um, this trigger being triggered by, by public money. But at the end of the day, as, as we talk about huge investments all over, I think we, without private investors you know, yeah. coming in, uh, actually, it's not possible. And talking about private investments, if we set now the framework with the gas package as, 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 uh, as, uh, as set out by, by you, Yershi, and looking at the taxonomy regulation, which we have yeah. also in the European Union, yeah looking at the reporting obligations of companies, who, insurance companies, banks, commercial banks, who look where their investment is going to go. Right. So the whole framework we have actually designed, I think, is, is fostering also investment in, in, in building up this hydrogen energy. So it's not so bad what we are doing. Right. right. We are smiling yeah. and we are very open yeah. and full of energy. Good. But of course, not everything will go in such an easy way. Yeah. Right. We should take care about our legislation, not too much legislation, because we need to, to have a better legislation, maybe less legislation in the European Union. Of course, legislation for hydrogen is necessary, but in, the, in all the other cases, probably we need even less legislative proposals, because in, in the United States, it's easier to invest Everything okay, seems so you to mean be less regulation. Well, then, we've got right. 27 member states. It's not yeah. easy at all to right. agree everything and to take care about our common money. Well, 27 member states, different, different approach to, to all the issues. So it's not easy. So we wouldn't like to complain against our European Union, but we know our weaknesses and we should use them in better way. Okay. Now, um, maybe a note to the voters, the consumers out there who are wondering, what is this going to cost me in terms uh, of my energy bills? I like this idea going green. What does that mean for my monthly payments on energy, on gas and things like that? In the, a few years down the line, as we're making that shift, is it going to be more expensive or uh, less? Energy in general, you mean? Energy yeah, in, in general. general? Well, it is quite different issue than inflation issue. If you've got an inflation, let's say 10%, 12%, and then 10, 8%, still all the costs are, all the prices are growing all the time. Even inflation, 6%, right. prices are growing. It's always going to They go will up. never be back okay. as it was two years ago. Mm -hmm. Inflation is inflation. Right. If it is inflation, doesn't matter. 20% or 10% is growing. Uh, quicker or, 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 or not so quicker. Or on the other hand, we've got quite different situation in the case of energy. Because I will give an example, very old one, 1973. Uh, uh, you don't know anything about that because you're absolutely too young. <laughs> 1973. Okay. I remember for a while. All right, it was a very deep crisis. That was the oil price And stock. at Whatever. the end of the crisis, the prices for, for, for oil, for example, yes. were lower than before the crisis. So the prices went back okay. to the beginning of the crisis. It could be also more or less in the case of our energy crisis today. The, the prices will go down, certainly. Not all the prices in our shops, because yeah, inflation yeah. is inflation. Sure. Right. Yeah. And in the energy prices, if you ask about that, 
they could be even closer to something what was um, uh, two or three years ago. So, so, the, so this shift is not necessarily going to impact prices. It's going to uh, ensure more uh, steady energy supply. Is that the idea, that's, Angelica? Yeah, that's actually what we aim for. So we, yeah. we said it can't be the consumer, it can't be the citizen who is going to pay for the whole green transition. This would right. not be okay. Yeah. That's why we said, well, let's well let's look at investment, let's look at public funding, let's see what we can do, Let, let's look at establishing also a climate fund. You know where you know the most needed are are mm. paid for or help by by paying their bills, their energy bills. Yeah. So for us, it was a key issue that not the ones who cannot afford it really uh, will at the end of the day, uh, end of the day, pay the whole transition process. This can't be the case. And right. I think with the framework now, where we make investment uh, attractive, actually, you know, uh, the, 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 the investment will be done by companies, by private companies, and with, with you know, this initial financing in all our programs as, as, as stressed before. So I think that's the right approach, actually. But let, let's look at the consumers. And yeah. as you said, you know, it's not only about energy prices, the whole inflation. Uh, is, is really triggering every household right now. You know, if you if you go to the supermarket right now, you know, it's we have also in the food sector, yeah? we have sty skyrocketing pricing right now. So I think we really have to take care that, you know, knowing where we have to go, uh, moving forward, maybe sometimes we have to move a little bit slower, you know, just to take people on board. Yeah. Because if we do not have the acceptance uh, uh, with, uh, with the people here, yeah? we are losing. We are losing. Yeah. Actually, with mm. our voters, we are losing. We are losing. And for that, let's right. find the right balance. Okay, good. Um, when will we start seeing hydrogen in our in our pipes coming home to heat our homes? Well, when will we see that? <laughs> I, it's still in the works this year, but you know, yeah. if we reach an agreement this year, say, uh, how soon I will think, we see it? In our pipes? Uh, it could be a second part of this year. And it depends on two presidencies, uh, Swedish presidency and Spanish presidency. I am in discussion with, uh, with, as a matter of fact, both of them. And they are very, very interested in electricity market design, which is also very important. I would like yeah. to, to, to minimize the interest. Yeah. But it is necessary to go forward with both of them, yeah. gas, uh, hydrogen market, and electricity market because uh, it will influence our economy and we would like to have a competitive economy in the European Union. Yeah. So let us go as soon as possible with both markets. And, and, and we'll see in the pipelines when in the yeah, next but let, let me couple of years. Let me stress, let's be optimistic yeah. because, okay. you know, uh, uh, Professor Busek, our former president of the European Parliament, yes. former president of the of industry committee, former uh, Prime Minister uh, from Poland, My he goodness. is so experienced in negotiating <laughs> and, you know, finding good compromises. No better man yeah. for that. No yeah. better man than him really would, would be the, <laughs> the, would, would be the security, you know, for moving forward. And I'm really optimistic. I think, as you said, at the end of the year, it is, we will be through. It is much easier, it is much easier thanks to such a members as you. Oh, that's good. <laughs> uh, Madame Angelika uh, Nibler. You see, uh, the whole ITRA committee is very much dedicated to both electricity, hydrogen, gas market, mm. because it, uh, it influences 
all our uh, economy. Without energy, we don't have any economy. We it's know very key. well. And we can see in Ukraine, without electricity, without gas, heating, well, it is uh, impossible even to understand how it's possible to live in such a situation. Yeah, we take things for so, granted, don't we? Uh, let us take it into account very, very seriously yeah. and to be independent in energy supply. So it means our energy resources, renewables, our own energy resources. That's the most important issue for us. Yerje, work your magic with Angelica's help. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks to everybody for watching Thank our EPP group talk Thanks. here Thank in the European Parliament Thank on you. decarbonizing Thank you gas across the European Union. I'm Chris Burns. Uh, more information uh, at EPP Group and also eppgroup.eu. Thanks for watching. See you next time.